We are joined by national correspondent Aaron Real right now. And Aaron, this is the time where people are maybe overindulging. Uh, it's the holiday time and uh, ringing in the new year. But when you're trying to make sure that you're safe on the roads and uh, there are all sorts of technologies that are now going to stop you from getting behind the wheel and tell us about the latest. Yes. So the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced this week that they are looking into preliminary stages of the creation of federal rules that will um, basically create tech in cars. It's already there. It's already absolutely capable. It's just how do you implement it at, at a federally mandated level for new cars that will prevent people from driving inebriated, whether it be breath and touch sensors or cameras. It, if you've driven in a car in the past two years, you know that it's filled with nothing but cameras. And I'm not even talking, you know, fancy high-tech cars. Just standard cars are filled with cameras. So this tech already exists. They're just now exploring how to implement it so that it's reasonable, practical, and reduces crashes and deaths because over 13,000 people are killed by drunk driving crashes last year alone. It costs over $280 billion in lost wages, medical costs. Um, yeah, this is where we're moving towards. Mm. And so I I envisioned when I read about this story and this new research, I was envisioning something where it's just a automatically installed breathalyzer that locks your car if you measure, you know, too, too far gone. Yes, and that generally will not be it. Um, the, <laughs> I think that a lot of people think that because of if you've had multiple DUIs and, you know, you really need to be monitored, they have that thing that sticks on your car that you have to breathe into to turn it on. This is different. This is, uh, you know, steering wheel touch sensors, um, cameras. In fact, actually, there's already cameras that monitor eye movement. So if you've been in a, a new car and you've been driving it late at night, you might see that it'll pop up on the dashboard perhaps you right. want to pull over. It's unintrusive mm -hmm. and it's just a suggestion, but it, it's kind of going to be implementing tech that can already do this, already detect if someone is inebriated, and then, uh, you know, not either turning the car off. How do you implement it is the next question. And that's what federal rules are exploring. And reminder, impaired driving crashes are 100% preventable. There, there's simply no excuse or reason to drive impaired with drugs or alcohol, but people do it all the time. And I know that there will be a lot of pushback in terms of, oh, it's going to be too intrusive or someone's going to have a medical condition that makes their eyes seem funny when they actually aren't inebriated. And, and all of that is true. All of that is absolutely true. So people said similar things about seatbelts, you know, how, this Nancy state, like what are we, nanny state, um, <laughs> how are we going to, you know, possibly do this? But turns out seatbelts pretty good at preventing death. It seems like since we have the tech, why not use it to prevent inebriated driving? Right. Although it, the, it, it doesn't seem like the car industry really embraced the, because there used to be a lot of automatic seatbelts in newer cars, and I haven't experienced uh, driving in any more recently. So I don't know if that was something where they just uh, figured maybe the tech was just too expensive, uh, you know, uh, an add-on for something that people can be doing by themselves. And this also, the cost of it, you, you start to wonder about the cost of that. Yes. Um, but when you compare it to the cost of $280 billion in lost wages, medical costs, and more from property damage and death and injury caused by drunk driving, it's probably less than $280 sure. billion. Mm -hmm. Now, all of that said, I do know there's like old, I think it was like really popular in like the 
90s, those automatic seatbelts that kind of came out and they drove everyone nuts. I think it's finding the right balance between over-engineered non-value and under, like, basically just enough engineering to add value and safety. Okay. Aaron Rial, interesting. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks. Have a good day.